재미와 지식의 오디오라이프 팝빵 We do signs of the times every Monday. We look at what's going on around us and we try to trace the backstory and maybe look into the future of what the trend may unfold to be. Heejin Ku is here for that. She is a former foreign correspondent here in Seoul, and she currently works at the Korea Peninsula Future Forum, a think tank that deals with North Korea and possible future unification scenarios. For once, we're not necessarily talking exclusively about uh, North Korean issues. We're going to look at a uniquely South Korean issue. Good morning, Heejin. Good morning. So we're getting domestic this week. We're not talking summits and uh, border (laughs) crossings and things like that. We are going to talk about uh, this problem that has vexed South Korea for a while and may do so in an even worse way in the near future. It is the low birth rate. Where are the children, Heejin? Where are the children? Well, um, that is particularly sad um, just coming out. Uh, on the tail end of a three-day holiday, which included the Children's Day on the 5th. Um, South Korea hit rock bottom with the world's lowest fertility rate last year and the lowest number of annual births in recorded history. Mm-hmm. Um, the government is scrambling to encourage uh, couples to have more babies, but fa- uh, falling short of providing actual realistic benefits that would entice them to do so. Um, This would be a nation who just 40, 50 years ago were dissuading couples from giving multiple births. Yeah, 50 years ago, don't have so many kids. Now, please have kids. Why is the drop in the birth rate necessarily a bad thing? I mean, to the couples, well, to the couples or to the single individuals who are deciding not to get married, not to have children, but to pursue a career or a life of study or whatever. They don't necessarily perceive it as bad. They perceive it as a choice individually. Yes, personality-wise, that's no problem whatsoever. But GDP outlook-wise, it's looking pretty grim. Um, If the current trend of the ultra-low fertility continues, South Korea's gross domestic product outlook may fall 3.3% by the year 2060 according to the National Assembly's Budget Bureau. Now, this means this year's South Korean 1.54 trillion won GDP may fall to 1.48 trillion won. It may not sound that uh, uh, big of a deal, but it it will um, in, uh, it will uh, impact mm. uh, South Korea's overall economic growth and mm. overall lifestyle. Yeah, I guess we can get into this a bit later, but that is, again, assuming the old model of productivity and uh, all of the sort of um, received ideas that we have about work, labor, compensation, and so forth. I mean, we are on the precipice of the fourth industrial revolution. So Yes, but we're looking at also a cliffhanger um, population oh, and an aging society. Mm. So uh, we have to take both of that into consideration Mm -hmm. and imbalance in the community, in the society as a whole impacts the the dynamics of the society. Well, so then we'll treat as we'll treat it uh, for the purposes of our discussion as a negative thing, as a problem to be solved. The fact that the birth rate is plummeting. Let's go back to that era when you said um, the government was trying to discourage births. What was uh, the what was surrounding that? That was kind of 
post-war period, I would think that you would want to repopulate, wouldn't you? That is very correct. But um, they were uh, they had to contend with uh, severe poverty and lack of food, especially during the 1960s, when the whole nation was trying to recover from the after effects of the Korean War, which ended in 1953. So the slogans that encouraged fewer births, if you look back on the 60s, um, we can uh, look back and remember 많이나 고생 말고 적게나 잘 키우자, which basically means many births bring hardship. Let's birth fewer and raise them well. Less quantity, more quality. Exactly. And okay. that went on to the 70s. This would be a clincher for most of my generation. 아들, 딸 구별 말고 둘만 나잘 기르자. That's not differ- uh, let's not differentiate between son and daughter and raise just two. So no preference for sons. Exactly. Now that, um, my parents and I are in this category. It was rare among my friends, being the eldest of three sisters. It was very rare among my peers. I was among more than 60 students, actually nearly 70, crammed into a classroom at Sungyong Middle School. So so big families and uh, crammed classrooms were sort of the order of the day when you were uh, a wee Less that when is we were correct. a young girl. That and is that correct. has only, only changed. Yes. And in the ni- 1980s, that even sounded um, uh, uh, a little bit uh, uh, slow. So they went to 둘도 많다. 하나 낳고 알뜰 살뜰. Even two is a lot. Let's have one and keep within our means. Mm-hmm. So... It went down to less is better. To let's not let's just have one and be happy with it. It um, shows a very aspirational, developmental mindset that we want to raise a, a class of a next generation that's at a certain educational level, income level, and so on. This was not like let's just give birth to as many factory hands as we can kind of mentality. This is let's keep the quality of life and the quality of education high. Yes. And remember, this went from 60s, 70s, 80s. It was prevalent, uh, so much so that uh, it it was ingrained in us to try uh, uh, a planned parenthood was ingrained in us um, at a very, very young age. I used to draw uh, post posters mm. um, and uh, uh, apply in competitions yeah. uh, for these slogans. <laughs> With these slogans, really? Mm-hmm. It's interesting because these were authoritarian governments for a lot of the time, uh, but it was always still just on the basis of encouragement and slogans. It was never uh, like a one-child policy. I mean, in, in China, that was not just a suggestion. That was the rule. It was never on the level of legality or rule here in the Republic of Korea. It was just suggestions and slogans. No, because South Korean government privated itself uh, uh, being a democratic society. Mm-hmm. Not so like it those was... guys up above the 38th parallel, right? <laughs> exactly. Mm. So the Korean government encouraged plain pla- uh, planned parenting, but it was not uh, regulated. Okay.
Um, but this all changed during the 90s. There was a drastic change. Um, classes began to see less students. There was a dire lack of female students. So uh, boys would be vying with each, with each other to get a girl to sit next to them. Mm-hmm. Um, so they didn't like sitting next to boys. Um, so, yes, they started to see a very, very uh, clear Uh, uh, sign. Come the 21st century, uh, the tables have completely turned. Slogans began, you know, appearing. 아빠, 혼자는 싫어요. 엄마, 저는 동생을 갖고 싶어요. Dad, I don't like being alone. Mum, I want a younger sibling too. How interesting to voice these slogans from the point of view of the child who wants a brother or a sister. Mm -hmm, That is correct. And this has been continually happening. Um, Now, Uh, if you just look at the statistics itself, it shows a clear sign of ultra-low fertility rate or a fertility rate below 1.3, which has been continuing for 17 years in a row. Mm. As I said, South Korea's rock-bottom uh, fertility hit 1.05 per woman, uh, with births reaching 357,000, uh, uh, down 12% from the year before. Um, now, this is the lowest ever recorded by Statistics Korea, the, the Korean Statistics Bureau. And uh, we have to keep in mind that to keep its population level st- stable, the country needs a fertility rate of 2.1. Because you assume a man and a woman in a couple, you need to at least replace them and then go a bit further than that. That is correct. Um, So let's compare that with the Organization for Economic Cooperation and Development Nations, OECD nations. Mm. Their average is 1.68. Okay. So uh, Korea's level is just shy of of a half of that level. Mm. It's 1.05. So uh, let's look at the opposite end of the uh, fertility spectrum among the OECD nations. Israel surpasses three. So I would imagine South Korea would be looking at policies and things like that in Israel, right? Saying, what could we benchmark? Exactly. And not just that. Mexico, Turkey, they're both above two. France, which at one time was uh, was suffering from low births, is at 1.9. Mm. Uh, the US is at 1.8. And Japan also who uh, was uh, suffering from that same problem is currently holding at 1.5. What's the situation with our neighbours up north? Well, North Korea's fertility has also been in decline in recent years, but not as to the dire extent of South Korea. According to the world's population prospects, um, it, uh, in 2015, it reached 2 from 1980s, 2.8. So it has been on a steady decline, and it's also expected to fall to 1.94 by the year 2020. Mm, But if we were to unify um, by some magic means, wave a magic wand and we're unified, that would at least solve a lot of the birth rate concerns, would it not, for a unified Korea? Only in statistical terms. We're talking about social uh, effects about that. So we cannot uh, just... (laughs) Comes with a lot of baggage. Exactly. We cannot just mush those numbers together. I hear that. So um, South Korea's current um, uh, uh, population stands at 51.6 million. North Korea stands at 25 million. Mm-hmm. 
Okay. And I suppose the birth rate would be the least of our worries, among the least of our worries, if we were to put those two societies together in a unification scenario. That is correct. Um, What is more uh, worrying right now is the youth ratio spirals. Um, South Korea's youths, uh, which means uh, uh, kids and young adults, uh, ranging from uh, the age of 9 and 24, their percentage in the society has halved to 17% from 36% in 1982. Now, this is a clear sign of an aging society. Of course. Every now and then you read these articles about uh, rural areas where the school is just empty. Exactly. <laughs> you know, the school can be just demolished or reconverted because uh, ain't no kids to go there. Remember when I said the um, average uh, classmates, uh, the crammed into a class was nearly 70. Mm. Nowadays, in the Seoul area, it's around 25. Yeah. It goes to about 40 when you go to the Gyeonggi area. So the number has definitely uh, fallen. Good um, for teacher-student ratios, but not, like you said, for GDP and uh, basic assumptions of productivity, not a good thing. Yes, and even uh, the, and especially in the rural areas, we've seen a lot of um, elementary schools close down because of a severe lack of children. Hmm. Um, so uh, also the, the youth ratio is expected to decline to as much as 10% by 2060, according to the Ministry of Gender Equality and Family. Wow. All right. So you mentioned at the beginning this is a, a big problem for productivity, for GDP. It's a big problem for those elder generations who... Uh, basically don't have anybody to take care of them. It may seem like a cool idea now not to have kids and to enjoy your life and your income and all that, but you're coming up in your 70s and 80s. There's nobody to take care of you, per se, in terms of nuclear family. Um, That is not only the reason. Yes, uh, uh, a career was developed. the reason why Korean families stuck together so much, there was a, such an emphasis on family, was because children were sort of uh, like a, an insurance policy, so to speak, right. for their uh, elder years, older years. But, unfo- but nowadays it has changed. Yes, you can ask other people to take care of you, but there are no, if there are no other people, as in younger people, to take care of you, not necessarily if even if they are in the family, Mm. then there's a problem. That's right. It's labor in general uh, that would be available for social services, whether that's coming from your relatives or whether that's coming from some kind of facility. They're just not there. That's correct. And that is why the South Korean government has increased resources and its budget to try and curb the downward spiral. The government expanded its financial support for daycare to cover not just those families on welfare, but for all children. Mm-hmm. Uh, the government also began uh, expanding housing and employment support for the young and unemployed to assure the uh, younger generation that it's okay to have kids. Um, the South Korean government in 2015 set an ambitious goal to raise its fertility ratio rate to 1.5 by 2020. But obviously something is... not happening. Yeah, exactly. Nothing is... uh, That is not going to happen. Mm. Um, 
there has been a survey and to find out why this is going to why this is so. Well, we do our own explana- exploration too. We have a whole segment devoted to this. Uh, <laughs> why don't you get married and have children? We have a new guest in every week. And mm-hmm. So, what does the survey data say? Well, this is a very recent survey um, released on the first of May, and uh, the uh, web recruitment site Incruit um, uh, asked 904 unmarried men and me- women in their 20s and 30s, uh, which showed that 65% believed marriage and birth are not really essential in their lives. The percentage was especially higher among women in their 20s, reaching 74%. Um, Contributing factors. Number one factor was finances, of course. Um, No surprise there. Yeah, 25.3%. Number two was concerns about a stressful marriage environment, including conflict with the in-laws. But that's always been a factor. Yeah, but in Korea, recently... It's not like that's getting worse, is it? it, Recently, more and more people are concerned about that, citing that as the reason why they do not really necessarily need... uh, They don't see the need for a marriage. And number three is uncertainty over uh, taking care of the children, especially the children's education. The cost of the children's education is is a big concern for them. That dovetails back into the finance. Thing. Exactly. And number four is the imbalance between work and family that they're concerned about. Um, but that goes, that, you know, drops down to 12%. And this also um, includes concerns about the lack of uh, uh, finances because insufficient maternity leaves mm. are, can be cited as one of the key reasons. Or paternity leaves, uh, if you view exactly. it from that angle. Yes. It, could it be just a mentality thing, too? I mean, Koreans tend to think their kid has to be, you know, uh, a, a violin pro and a valedictorian and uh, outperform everybody else by the age of seven. You know, in other countries, you have a child, and if that child is still alive and healthy by 18, good on you. You did a good job. But Koreans put such excruciating pressure on themselves as to what the kid has to achieve. Um, one of the reasons wa- was because, yes, they rece- they themselves, the younger generation now, receive such high expectations from their parents. It is uh, un- inconceivable that they w- themselves would not expect as much from their own children. Mm. Uh, so we can go into that with a um, uh, uh, psychologist major or a <laughs> social uh, major. But um, yes, it could be a factor. All right. What's, we, we know that overall what's been tried hasn't been working too well. Are there little glimmers of what works and what doesn't? Yes. Um, well, the case in point was um, Sejong City, a city down uh, in uh, near Daejeon, uh, which has been a, a, the hub for the net, uh, government administrative um, complex. Um, as a government-formulated city, most of the population serves as civil servants or work at related think tanks and government organization. This means stable jobs and beneficial housing situation, all conducive to settling down, having babies and creating a family. Sure. Yeah. You got good hours, too. That is correct. So, um, it, 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 because of this, uh, the... Uh, the level, the fertility rate at Sejong City has been meeting OECD averages. Mm. Seoul, on the other hand, has been half of that, 
bottoming out at 0.84%. Well, because you may be holding four part-time jobs and uh, you may lose one of them tomorrow and you're exhausted and you don't, you don't know where your money's going to come from five years from now. Exactly. High unemployment, uh, unsettling, uh, unstable financial situation, air pollution, costly housing, income disparity. Um, not the best conditions to have children. So the enemy of a fertility rate, a good high fertility rate, is uncertainty, uncertainty and fear, fear and scarcity. Scarcity and um, well, uncertainty not just in their family lives and personal situations, but uh, financial situations mm. mostly. But there is a, a bit of a flip side to it. I mean, you have a lot of young people just not feeling like putting up with all of that. You know, maybe they've got a nice life as a graphic designer or or whatever they do. And you know what? I like having my income and I like taking little trips to France and things like that. Maybe that's kind of a a part of the the issue as well, right? Yeah. But um, on the other hand, uh, we do not stress the the richness of a life of having a family. Mm -hmm. We cannot, we do not stress that over much. Mm. Um, That is part of the reason why there is a lack of the need for for creating uh, creating. Families, a family life. Yeah. Uh, Well, to kind of big up the idea of having a family as a thing that is uh, worthwhile spiritually. That's that's one thing that the government says that it it wants to do. The other thing that I've heard is that if, um, for example, uh, public resources and government resources would celebrate the single mother a little bit more or not celebrate her, but like to embrace single mothers and support single mothers uh, a little bit more, you would have um, uh, sort of a more stable population situation, right? That is uh, part of the reason why um, uh, the minister of um, uh, 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 recently, Minister of Health and Welfare Park Nung Hu, in a, a Korea Economic Daily conference held last month, um, addressed this very issue. According to the nation's two, uh, 2015 consensus, 36% of single mothers were in their 30s, 31% in their 40s, and 20% in their 20s. Mm. So less than 1.4% were in their teens, mm. uh, uh, teenagers with unwanted pregnancies. So uh, many of these single mothers, many of their partners left them or didn't want to know their child, didn't want to have anything to do with their child. Um, Their families ostracized them for for deciding to raise their children all by themselves and had to leave their jobs because of water cooler cost gossip. So uh, there has to be a social safety net for these brave uh, single mothers who have taken uh, the step to keep their children. Stigma. Uh, so much comes down to social stigma. And as I hinted at before, I mean, there's so much uh, kind of social hypnosis over what it means to uh, bring up a family, to have children. Uh, you have to commit to such high education costs and so forth. Maybe the essence of having a family needs to adjust a little bit in Korea. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and uh, thankfully, some of the companies are picking up this lack. The nation's second largest bank announced last month that it plans to set up 100 daycare centers within the vicinity of its premises uh, by 2020 um, or to provide better to support for its staff as well as to support for its communities. It's a good start, Hee Jin. Thank you for an excellent overview of the problem. I appreciate you coming in. Thank you.